0: All right. What's up? What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Side Eye. I'm I'm whatever you want to call me. I'm Robert yeah, yeah. Brown. I'm Uptown Bobby. I'm just me and my partner in crime, um, K
1: Clark or Apple Sensei or yeah, whoever <laughs> the
0: walk <Right>. <laughs> <up here. laughs> Whoever you are that day. And this is another episode of The Side Eye. Um, it's been a while. Not too long, but it's been a while. Um, so where do you, you want to go first with this? Uh, okay, Clark, where do you want to study this ship first?
1: Okay, well, let's see. I guess we can set up what we're talking about. Um, well, I won't say recently because by the time you listen to this, it may be later, but um, let's see, Kamal Bell has uh, come out with a new documentary, a four-part series about Bill Cosby. Uh, called when you, you talk about Bill Cosby, it's, uh, currently on our showtime. Um, and basically, it just breaks down the career of Bill from the 60s until his arrest in 2018, actually, his release in 2021, because it was, that was like a twist at the end of the documentary. Um, and along the way, it simultaneously shows how he became iconic, but also how he was also allegedly, quote unquote, raping and assaulting women at the same time. Uh, you know, so that's the premise, so, and uh, to me, it's very similar. If you ever seen to uh, seen OJ made in America, it's like that, uh, where it sort of looks at not just him, but also like the culture that kind of created him, both the good parts of him and, and the terrible parts of him. So it's similar in that way, and I think that's a good way of dealing with it because it's been like to me, other documentaries like Survivor R. Kelly. Um, well that one in particular it, it, it kind of focuses all on the victim narratives which, as they should it, it should be the main uh focus but also at the same time the reason you know, i think that it fails to grapple with why it's so hard for people to both believe that someone like bill could be doing could have done those things and also the reason why it's so hard for them to believe that and and i think the documentary does a really good job of like showing why that's so hard to believe why it was so hard to believe for so long
0: Ah. Uh. That that's that's a good way of breaking it down. Uh, I saw the the uh promos for the documentary and uh you brought it up to me. I had desire to watch it. Well, I ain't gonna say I had desire to watch it. I had like a a curiosity behind it because I was like, well, what what are they gonna tell me that I don't know? And uh I ended up watching some of it. I didn't finish the whole thing, I was like, Lord, this is a task. <laughs> but um I watched it and then it, I, I almost feel like though, it was, it's a little, it's kind of like a little too late. And because uh, for me, the most part, uh, I mean, the cake been baked, you know, we <laughs> we we know, apparently he was a, a very creepy man, uh, a very angry man behind uh, closed doors. He just wasn't who people thought he was. And the, the thing is, I don't know how, many people followed him or his career towards his older age, but he started getting to the point to where you were seeing the real him, but not just the TV dad, like, um, the infamous speech he had. um, speech. Yes. And I remember the reaction from that. And this was before social media. So this was like, uh, and pieces you know people are writing or you know uh, i mean michael eric dyson kind of drug a whole book out of it (laughs) Um, (laughs) and i credit him as well for being one of the early um one of the early (laughs) yes one of the early truthers to say hey you know uh bill cosby is a great man as far as his contributions to i guess pop culture and uh black media but this is also a man who is very troubled and very uh, harmful at the same time. Now he wasn't talking about, you know, his uh um, his sexual assault uh, charges. He was just talking about the man in general and his stances. And that was kind of that's what opened my eyes really to the man he really is. I remember Dave Chappelle had a joke on killing him softly, and Dave is older. He's like Gen X. Mm. And that generation, they ride or die with black famous people. It don't matter what you do. They don't they don't take council culture. They don't believe in that. They believe in...
1: Go ahead. I was going to ask some thoughts about camp. People say camp culture in a minute. but
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, but they don't believe in that. They believe in you black. You know what I'm saying? You made it here. You know, forget what them people are saying. Forget what the white people say you know, we know the real you. And, and, and you look at it, it's true for every every Black scandal, from Michael Jackson to R. Kelly to Bill Cosby. There's an unwavering community that stands by them because they're Black, they're talented, and they're rich. And they will not leave. And Chappelle uh, Chappelle's a part of that community. And he said, and uh, I think for what is worse, he was like, people got mad at Bill Cosby, but they didn't realize this is just a real nigga from, um, from Philly? Where you from? Philly. DC? Philly. Philly, yeah, from Philly. You know, and uh, when he said that joke, I laughed at it because I was like, you know, I get what he's saying. But it's also, yeah, to put into context, this is an old baby boomer black man, you know, who... It's older than who, that. Huh?
1: Older than that.
0: Yeah, yeah, older than that, yeah. Who, who you know, uh, grew up believing, you know, that old belief of just... You know the boot, bootstrap mentality you know if i did you can do it you know um and it just it just ended up coming out more and more the older he got and the more free he thought he was to just the just talk so um, my idea of bill Cosby being just this tv dad stopped a long time before the sexual assault stuff was um, released i just saw him as like a, a, a dickhead you know, an out of touch uh dickhead whom you know didn't wanna change or adapt because he was stuck and in setting his ways.
1: Yeah. Okay, well for me first about cancel culture. To me, I don't personally believe cancel culture is actually a thing because if you think about it, all people have kinda of have been through who've been quote unquote canceled or it's been attempted to cancel them, you know, is Kanye cancelled? No. Is Dave canceled? No. Is Jorga canceled? No.
0: All the people thriving. Right, <laughs> I
1: mean, I mean, R-K is literally in jail, so I guess you can say he is canceled. People still blast music and needs like to announce to everybody like it, like it's some revelation. So he technically he's not canceled. People still watch Cosby yeah. Show in a different world. So technically, even though he's, not, I, I can't picture anybody hiring him at this point. He still technically isn't quote unquote canceled. Like he's, none, none of these people are suffering. Kevin Hart, that's another one. None, all able would because it may be an exception. You know, I guess Harvey Weinstein would be another one because he's in like I say, he's in jail. Yeah, but like R-Killy, they they, they, they like st- st- yeah they still they can still go out and do shows and profit and have careers and be rich and, and pretty much say and do what they want. So And look how
0: long it took. Like R. Yeah, Kelly oh yeah, that yeah. R. Kelly tape came out in 2001, 2002. two thousand two thousand one, two thousand two. He had the time of his life, like he was his career was still thriving. He, like, it became shit. a it, it became a joke, like the mm-hmm. tape. By it was Dave. Just like yeah, by Dave, by everybody. Mm-hmm. He was just oh, you know, he just he weird. He just pee on girls. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, don't don't leave him at a Girl scout meeting. It was just a punchline, mm-hmm. you know, and it just became even even the Bill Cosby stuff at first was a punchline, mm-hmm. like uh. Like when did the, when did the news of that stuff break? Like twenty twelve. Uh,
1: well, like it, it, it... It, it was, it was after, and the documentary gets, well, gets into it, I think around like the third or fourth episode, it, it, it's a uh, hammer Burris, It's like twenty fourteen. He was on stage. Mm-hmm. and was talking about you know, uh, how Bill Cosby. He how he didn't like Bill He was like the smuggest old black dude. He said, "Boy, but you break Bill Cosby, so so calm down the crazy." That's when it started to take off. Which ironically, it took a man to you know, break the, break it wide open. But you know,
0: right and um yeah so the tens was when everything came out, but like the 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 image of him being somebody that's rude um just um non-progressive all this stuff had been come out, you know if you I, if yeah. you just paid attention to those, yeah, I think it
1: was because so, so, the thing documentary me does a real good job of that because like if you he, he kind of takes him and every each part has like a different image like the first episode, it's about like he's Cosby as like young college dude who's like safe and non-threatening compared to someone like a dick gregory and then you get to like the sep like late 60s through the 70s but he becomes the educator you know because he had like that show up uh, picture book i think is the name of the show and then he like was on like pbs and Sesame street and all these kids all shows a lot and then uh he, of course fat albert and like all oh, no, they talk about that but you mentioned they being gen x i think Kamala Kamal is, is gen x too so that makes sense because he like he's always existed alongside him in a way um and so then you get to the 80s and the Cosmic showing it becomes like, quote unquote, America's dad, you know. And then he, he talks about part four, he, he said he becomes a Black America's angry grandpa, <laughs> like he said, when he, right. when he gets to the, the pound cake speech and all sorts sort of stuff. Uh, which to me, it was, on an unconscious level, to me, it felt like it was like his version, Cosmic's version of like telling on himself. Because it's like the more he did it, meaning assaulting, allegedly assaulting and raping, it's like the more Outwardly, outwardly, like aggressively, uh, moralistic, he became.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, almost like a cover.
1: Yeah, it's like the more if I maybe if I shouted more, and more how how good I am or how much I believe in this stuff, then this other thing won't do. Will be blind to that, you know. Uh, right. And I think that's why it took so long. Probably, and I, it, I think it, it, it examined why it took so long because, you know, that was a especially the sixties and seventies in Hollywood. That was the culture at the time. You just, you know. That they have the series right now on play on playboy on a and e about the secrets of, of uh playboy where it's just like which they were friends him and uh you have no at least they associated with each other you know so it's just like that culture of like you know women being disposable and uh you had drugs in the mix and you had fame in the mix and you had a powerful person in the mix with a lot of money and you know that's probably that's the reason why he was able to get away with it so long and also because of that image that image was so like you know if he was it's like i guess it'd be like um I as why maybe some people, some people uh, hung on or continue to hang on to Kanye because that initial impact was so, you know,
0: big, big,
1: yeah. big, and they drew everybody in because oh, it, yeah. it, and it spoke to people on, 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 it in such a yeah. way that and we were, and we were on a journey with him. We, we was there from when he was just it was just him in a backpack at some school trying to perform all the way through to like you know the Glow in the Dark tour and, and beating for the Senate in the first week sales. Like you, we were there for the whole journey. So, and you've been on the whole journey, and someone becomes really like a the, quote unquote the fabric of your life, you know, like cotton. Then it's it's hard to uh, it can be hard to like let go. But Kanye, not, Kanye didn't necessarily have like the, the moralistic image, but you no, know, he still had that thing that you know was such a, like a breath of fresh air at the beginning. That it, when it turned, it was still hard to maybe to like, let it go initially. You know, I think it's when yeah. the case was with Cosby, like he was so much like that aggressively wholesome image. And also, I think in the culture again at the time, even now, but more so probably then, just did, you know, treated sexual assault something being the woman's fault and being in and not believing women or not talk, want to talk about it, that. He he was able to benefit from all of that, you know.
0: Right, and that's that's another documentary we can talk about later in the show maybe because I watched I just finished the second part last night, but um, the Kanye thing. But, oh, yeah,
1: uh, I, I ain't seen that yet. Yeah, genius. But um, but
0: yeah, but back to Cosby. Uh, another, pro- I mean, I don't know, like. You mentioned Kamal being like Gen X and all that, so it being important. I never had that relationship with Bill Cosby. Millennial, though. I didn't watch the Cosby show until it started coming on like Nick at Night. Mm. Um, That's me and my siblings. And I just, it it wasn't bad, but I just really watched it because um, it was like this big thing, you know, like it was the Cosby show. Mm. And watching it, I was just like, I would either be unimpressed I laugh sometimes or I'd be like, oh, that was cool. You know, it just, it wasn't that ground. Well, it was groundbreaking, I guess, because, you know, it was a black family, you know, on TV, you know, uh the successful, you know, they had the family. But it just, I mean, it didn't really, it didn't move me like that. Like I I'd rather watch Good Times than um uh the copy show. And I guess I can relate more to good times than the Cosby show, but it just, I I just didn't, it wasn't that big to my life or, you know, my upbringing watching that show. So that's why watching some of the stuff, I was like, I can't relate. (laughs) Like when people would gush over how important that show was to them and blah, blah, blah. I was like, <laughs> the face you
1: make. Uh, I think, but well, again, I think that's, that's a generational thing, though. Because for people, I mean, I watched reruns of it too, but I think for my it's just a thing. Like we didn't really like live through it. Like we were kind of living in the aftermath, of, like kind of the world he kind of helped create, in a sense. You know, because you know, I, I watched different world, when I watched Kyber's show. That's to me, that's some more. To me, that's the, I think that's more influential show. I think, honestly, in terms of like on um, people you know, especially at that time. But I think, but I think because we, it would, come, it would come in the aftermath it doesn't have the same weight to us. It's just like, if you, you know, I think, and that's probably why I, think you, I, well, I read an interview that he did in the, in the New York Times, Kamala in in New York Times. He said he said that, you know, if you're like a, if you're like 35 and, and younger and you don't see what the big deal was about Cosby while is such a big thing and why it's so hard for people, then this kind of can help you see why. And I think, I think it kind of does because I mean, I, I was, I mean, I heard a little bit about like about I Spy and, I knew about Fat Albert, but having people like talk about how much it meant to them and how big that was for them, and how it sort of like helped shift the image of you know black 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 men or black people in Hollywood, how he like helped hire black stuntmen because they used to like, put, put white people in blackface, which you know sounds unbelievable, but not that unbelievable given Hollywood's history, um, mm-hmm. and, or how he uh, would have you know, black writers and produce his own set, and just uh, no that all that stuff that people are talking about now, all the Easter rays and, the, and Michael B. Jordan, see was doing that stuff. His career, while at the same time doing all this other horrible shit, you know. So I think I think it does a good job of like explaining why why Bill Cosby is, is quote unquote Bill Cosby, while at the same time not ignoring the the damage that he also done, did as well. So
0: yeah, the last Dave Chappelle special I watched uh, it's it's like three it's probably like three specials ago. It was one of the Netflix one. Dave was trying to correlate all the good Bill Cosby is. But he rapes. Like that was the running. Oh, oh that he, the okay.
1: So he rapes, but he saves. I think it was yeah, one, he rapes, yeah. but he saves. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. was trying
0: to. He was trying to paint that picture that you just said the documentary was doing, but it wasn't. wasn't a good job. It was like
1: yeah, 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 but he still the nigga rapes, so he ain't saving them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man, I think I, I, I think the documentary was a better job of saying like this is what it is. Like you judge for yourself. I think Dave is much more the school of like. Yeah, he did the best up, but he's still he's still we still my guy. that's, yeah, real I nigga, that's, that's yeah. how I take it from Dave. This says to me the documentary comes off more as like this. He did this, but also did this. Now you decide how you feel about it. We're not gonna tell you how you should feel about it. You know, we believe we we're already coming down yeah. the side. We're not gonna we're not gonna participate in like maybe maybe the social deal didn't happen. We we, we believe they happened, but you can still decide how how he fits into your own life. I think Dave was more so like you know well. Yeah, they had they, they be raps some people, but you no, know, we all good. That was, that was Dave's perspective to me anyway, because I've been watching
0: that. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, it's cool that it's it got made. I didn't I didn't need it, you know. Maybe somebody else needs it, you know. Documentaries are like time capsules. So, <laughs> um, well, there, there are time capsules that explain the time captured. So, I mean, they're useful, but. I didn't really need it because I just felt like, you know, we, we know we got the facts now. I feel like this point in in time, you know, we know all the details basically. And then it's like, if you, you shouldn't have to pick a side (laughs) because now it's kind of like clear cut, you know, the the, the nigga was a creep. Uh, He don't even like real, he don't even like a lot of niggas, you know, a lot of, he don't even like niggas. You know, so it's like, you know, I ain't really worth defending.
1: Some of the same so, niggas defending him, though, like snooping all them. was like,
0: yeah. But celebrities, this is just my theory on celebrities. Like I mentioned earlier, they're a club. They're like a group of people. They're, they're a class of people. And they just, they see no wrong in each other. They all look at each other as being successes. We made it. You know, we got to look out for each other. So they don't, they don't, they don't, um break down situations the same way we do they, they don't necessarily look at right or wrong they just look at how much money you got and how much you done, done. so you know if you made this much money and if you did this much they're all oh, man you know you you're my nigga and if anybody talk down on you they just hate me.
1: Shoot, right? people think like, like i guess i see about Kanye, especially whenever like stuff come up about where the current chaos is going on right, on right now with Kim? It'll be some news that come out about him doing some type of deal, and it's like, see, some some people think getting some people crazy, but they really not. It's like what? Like, it's like it's like that that cancel out the, the madness over here, just like just because he happened to make his decision, so they think it's because he still be an idiot in his personal life,
0: <laughs> right? And then he's just a head case, man. Like defending <laughs> him is like why? Like why? Like just just, just say you enjoy. <laughs>
1: Just to uh, quote uh, Boondocks, because he good, because he winning, because he... he he ain't even
0: good no more.
1: I mean, but, but, but mm, I, was, I have seen posts about Donna two already on my timeline. People talking about splitting tracks, how this, how this is more fire than Don, Donda was. Uh, uh, Just, <laughs> so, I, I mean, cause, uh, again, because he because he good, because he winning, because he, he he worked for billion dollars, were dollars <laughs> winning, you for billion dollars, <laughs> and winning winning I,
0: it's like a broken clock being uh, right two times a day. Like, he still is capable of pushing um, industry norms, like the STEM player thing. Mm -hmm. Am I going to play $200 for that? No. No. (laughs) But he has enough. He has a lot of white fans. And he got a lot of fans with disposable income. Who wouldn't mind spending $200 for a a MP3 player, it looked like. You know, Mm -hmm. so let them have it. He And he's already, he done made, like, millions already off this. Mm -hmm. And then... (laughs) then he's doing the pre-tours, selling merch. Like the nigga is pretty good at creating a spectacle. And like, he's changing the rules of like an album rollout. Like since Pablo, all his album rollouts include manic episodes and um, just changing albums, like changing the album title. Like by the time you get the album, it's no it's nothing like what he said it would be or the title not even gonna be the same mm-hmm. so i think that's kind of cool to see like like watch an artist make an album in the process like I, I think i think he's still capable of bringing uh like good or new ideas to to music and how it's presented but i mean the actual music to me isn't that good is it Used to be, you know, it's all just a spectacle now. Well, I
1: mean, yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, that stuff, the the uh, the, uh, the pod or whatever MP3, you know, that you can buy to get it, and, and the way you does the album roll I mean, all that stuff would be kind of good and creative and like in, in boundary pushing if it didn't also include like the manic episodes, followed by the, the Sombra apology, found by, by another manic episode, found about another apology, found about low key stalking Kim. <laughs> Find you know followed by you know posting her private messages on IG and everybody left. I think crazy. Yeah, Gemini, like that, that, you know you know what I'm saying, like, like all that 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 stuff is that basically, taught ignoring your own mental struggles and using that for for public consumption. Along with harassing your soon to be ex-wife and doing a beat up boyfriend, all this other stuff like It's just that's stuff it's, it's a spectacle, but it don't mean nothing. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a spectacle for the yeah. sake of for the sake of the bag or the sake of attention or for the sake of just its own sake, you know. But like I said, everybody go back to think that winning here. Everybody, 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 everybody pay attention, you pay attention, you comment on it. it's like that's, that's you know, just like that thing or that circle thing. But we're not but that's, but that's all that's yay. we were talking about Bill Cosby, but um, you know uh again documentary wise I, I, I would if i say it was a good watch uh if you if we if you are even if you already made up your mind about bill you know uh however you feel about him i think you know, you know as far as i think it does a good job of like contextualizing his uh his uh impact uh and
0: his yeah while
1: also not ignoring uh what was going on behind the scenes that's, that's the way I would yeah. uh,
0: say I don't think that shit should be that long but yeah definitely I I'll agree with that. I feel like every documentary unless you're talking about <laughs> uh <laughs> some really important niggas should just be an hour. But uh that's Jenny, the, Jenny, Jenny was four hours. And I, I sat through it. <laughs> man I didn't I didn't even uh I did even really warm up to it. I just really read the bullet points. Mm. Uh of course she defended Michael they all do. I think that's just I don't know that's I don't know if it's family ties or just the fact they just don't believe it. Well, no,
1: what's that, I think what it is that both him and Joe have passed. Because you know, it's in the first, well, I don't know if you watch it, but in the first uh, hour, two hours, uh, two parts of the thing, they went back home to Gary. Uh, I guess this is a documentary episode, we talk about documentaries. But uh, they went home to Gary yeah. and, and like they were talking about Joe and everything else. And like basically the impression they gave was like he was hard but we made it and I, I think it's because he's he's because he has passed that they, they they've taken a, I got the sense that it was like this is what we're saying now like no more talk about the beatings no more talk about the, uh stuff that Michael has said or Toya has said anything like that we this is, this is what we're saying it's tough but we made it. that's the that's the official line now and yeah. Michael, and and
0: think, and Michael um, is similar
1: to that as well
0: I think when you grow I think because I can kind of relate to that because I have a dead parent and he wasn't the best father but when they pass, you kind of reach a point to where you just accept who they were and what they did, and you just try to look at the bright side. Like, you'll be like, yeah, they were this and that, but you know, when they, you remember the good stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's a way of them just processing it and just coming to the realization that, you know, this is the reality, you know? So I, I, I
1: understand that. I, I mean, I could have I guess I'm saying if, if his version of tough was, you no, know, y'all can't go outside and, and run with these and run with just anybody, or can't anybody that's coming in the house. Or, you know, we we got to rehearse. And like, I got to accept that version of tough and saying he was tough, and we didn't get it at the time, but I get it now, especially because of, like, that's what she kept saying at the, in the last part of it. um But when your version of tough is, you come home and all the kids are scared to their rooms like roaches because they scared of scared of you. You won't let them call you dad. You sit there with a belt in your hand while they rehearse. You got to make the, the golden child, Michael, that's a, that, that really wants to throw up when he's around you. Like, that's not tough. That's fear and intimidation
0: and abuse. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it is. yeah. it's uh, very uh, toxic, but I mean, hey, you know. I, I mean, the, I, I, like say, said. I
1: I get it as far as the family line. Like, I just felt like that you, they were kind of drawing lines saying, like, you know, okay, girl, like, I, I get it. I know too much to really get on the train with you, but. This, you, this your thing it's not my show do
0: you you know right. that's, how, that's how i felt about it yeah <laughs> yeah and i guess it's one thing too to live it and then another thing just to see it you know so i mean maybe they just came to th- i mean all of them like in their 50s and older right yeah she's, so, she's younger she's 55 so right so i think they just process it now is <laughs> you know yeah. it, it, it is what it is and really her
1: experience may be very different that's, that's the thing about you no know, large families is that you no, know, because her and michael is an eight-year age gap so
0: right the jordan michael
1: encountered could have been the harshest version of jordan by the time she came around was old yeah, exactly. it, it, could, it yeah. could have been it could have been like more like the emotional distance when she spoke about the, the exactly. road era, era saying he was like emotionally distant not physically you know abusive so that yeah. may have been both things may have been true but just in their own experience you know
0: exactly i think that's a really like uh, just an experience from I'm the oldest of five. So the way I was raised is historically different from the way my youngest sister was raised. So she, the youngest of what, like 15, nine. 10, <laughs> eight, 9, 15. yeah. So, yeah. And then by the time she, you know, she got on the scene, they they kind of made it all. The know? come up
1: was happening. Yeah. Right.
0: Cause,
1: so yeah. Because yeah. in that first episode, she didn't even remember, she didn't really remember, remember the house. Randy was there and kind of reminded her of things and like talking about how it was because he was a little bit older. So
0: hmm So, yeah, that's that. I also, I read something that said she, she didn't defend Justin, but she was kind of like, you know... That... Yeah. That
1: confused me, because it was like... Because at one point... It, she was over, over at Randy's house you know on the couch and, he, and she, he said we heard from justin's team that you know uh he wants to see if you want to do the super bowl it's like 2018 or whatever and she said she said no and she, she and she talked about initially when it happened she said initially when it happened justin reached out to her and said like you know what should i do should, you want to say something should i, should I come over and make a statement whatever and she's like uh and she said no they're focusing all this on me so you just don't say anything because I'll, I'll i'll let them i'll take the heat basically which i was like well you could have said something in the last, you know, 18 17 years we've been dragging this man and having Jane Jackson appreciation but, day,
0: but that's what I'm saying, and I think that's what we were saying on the on that episode we did about them was that she took the heat and then they did that, but it was it was obviously something they planned, you know,
1: yeah, with the whole thing. Well, she took thing. the heat, we, we were saying she took the heat because she took the heat because you know, America and black women, which is still true, but we didn't know she took the heat. In, in terms of like telling him not to say anything we i was under the impression that he you know he said something later on like things here and there over years but he never really came out of the time and and, and really like i guess stood up for her in the way that maybe he could have but now we know according to her that she told him not to but to me that changes the right. thing because if you tell me not to speak on it i'm not gonna speak on it you know so it's like well you, you know you could have let everybody know that <Well,
0: laughs> I, I was under the impression I always that we don't know the specifics you know what i'm saying like only they know what how that went down, mm. and also like like another thing I, I said too was like Justin skated, he got a free pass by everybody after that happened because he went on to have like like and this is from the black community, niggas still love Justin Timberlake after that like mm-hmm. <laughs> like he had a lot of like future six love sounds then he even had to come back with um uh suit and tie with the 2020 experience it wasn't until like maybe. 2015 man this is the
1: that, that man of woods bullshit came out and was like yeah <laughs> well, that, ain't, that ain't it <laughs> and the,
0: was like, oh, nah, the music ain't good so that
1: was like all right uh well i think really and this is i was watching the video about for harriet she was talking about the super bowl thing uh kimmy foster and she pointed out you know it really wasn't his fault in the sense of like you know uh at that point in her career, Janet was like the, the A-list legend, and he was on the come up, but he wasn't like a, a big solo star just yet. He was, just, yeah, he was starting, come up. Yeah, he, he was starting yeah. to come up solo, and she was saying he, he, had, he had to kind of follow her lead because she was the headliner. It's her stage, it's her show. You know, you tell me where to jump, you say to jump, I say, oh hi. And so she agrees to this last minute change of this costume thing, and you go along with it, and I mean, it's, it's like, you know, in that moment, I mean, really, what else could he do in, in a literal moment that was happening other than like she was covering her breasts? You know, I mean, what else could he really do in that moment? You know, other than I think maybe they could have coordinated better in terms of like, what are we gonna say? what How are we gonna, how are we gonna be united as like in our response? They could have done that. But in terms of like what happened on stage, I mean, that really wasn't in literally yeah. in the moment his fault. Cause I mean, it was, it was something that it was his last minute change that they made in terms of the, like the choreography and the wardrobe. And, you know, it went left and then. What happened? Happened, you know. I think his, I like I like his initial response of, like he said something like, oh, "Wait, love, can y'all something to talk about?" Because I mean, because he because he knew that she had run up stage and she was crying, he knew that. So that, that was fucked up. But other than that, I mean, there wasn't much she could do about it. Especially after like, she said, "Don't say anything." So I, that's that threw me for a loop. That whole thing was like, "Well, like, you know, you could have said something to us because so, you know because they're been you know, dragging him the hell and back." You know, um I still think it was stage. I don't
0: care what nobody said
1: <laughs> I think I think they she, she planned to reveal a lacy bra what got revealed was that or if she did plan to, to actually show her breasts it was supposed to go dark and then like it was supposed to be dark as yeah. As, as yeah it's supposed to be like a, oh it's supposed to be a dish she not type of thing
0: or the pasty so yeah it,
1: yeah. I, I, yeah i think it's supposed to be like the lace bra personally like they, they 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 planned that they were a reveal but reveal judging from like how they say because everybody all by our she ran on stage and she was crying so and that you know so clearly something went wrong but yeah. I think, but I do think, they, I think, they think she planned to reveal like a, like a lacy bra or something
0: like that. Yeah, because uh, so yeah. I mean, cause just looking at Janet as a, a celebrity, she was always uh, kind of risque. And then at that point, it was, kinda, too, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of like people trying to one up with one up each other on stuff like that. Because I think, um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I want to say the Britney and Madonna kiss was maybe like a year before mm-hmm.
1: this. Yeah, Audrey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it was like, it was it was a series of people trying to one-up each other as far as, like, you know, sexuality and pushing the envelope, and um, cause it was a different time, too. Like, the early 2000s was, like, people still using lesbianism to, like, get oohs and ahs, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, gr- gratuitous nudity. It
1: was the group Tattoo. Uh, the girls were, like... Running in the rain and like trying to and trying to kiss each other and everything, was, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: stuff like that. So it was, it was still like kind of like risque, taboo to try to push the envelope. in. it was, it was still kind of like the leftovers in the nineties, in the early two thousands, and that was like two thousand four, right? Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it was still around that time. Um, but yeah, I think I think her saying that was cool to me because I always felt like we, I felt like people were kind of being, I don't want to say disingenuous, because she did get. The treatment she got from Les Moonves and, um, you know, other corporate en- entities was wrong. You know, mm-hmm. she was, in a sense, a uh, black ball. And she didn't have to take the brunt of it. But I just felt like the delayed reaction to it was a bit um, interesting to me. Well, I think,
1: that, I think if, if that happened today to someone, say if it happened today to... Uh, uh normani or somebody um Ooh. oh uh say they have to sierra <laughs> no is a singer. no nah, i know uh, i know oh, you're talking oh, about okay. I'll just, I'll, yeah I'll but reminds N- N- is that definitely in that janet mo so Sierra, but say they have to one of them on stage or some big award show i feel like the response would the, it wouldn't be so so delayed because oh yeah oh yeah yeah just, just, yeah that was the time yeah um Cause yeah that part of it threw me for a loop you know as far as like her saying because that, that changes the narrative to me to me of like you know justin and, and what he didn't didn't do um but so that was that i'm i like they included so much home video footage from uh from her second husband renee shot, shot a lot of that stuff uh mm-hmm. so they showed her like in the studio do they like, mention the uh? Do they mention the the mystery baby, the hidden baby? They did, baby? which <laughs> yeah, Ronda the, the D'Avaz, yeah. But the the the, the quote was secret, secret baby. Um, I mean, I know I don't, I don't think it's a secret baby, and, and I, if there is one, then she had it for adoption after she had it, and it was a closed adoption. She'll know who, who, who what the baby's name is, if it's a boy or girl, where they live. So you know, if if there is one, she'll know anything about it. Hmm. You know, that's my take on it, you know.
0: Wow. Well, so, so you made me want to watch it, though. I ain't gonna lie, because I, I had it in my queue, <laughs> but I was kind of like, I gotta Like I told you, the thing about documentary it be the length, man. I was <laughs> like, man, give me an hour. Give me an hour, maybe two. I,
1: I, I think the home footage really, really, it's, it's been like the, the gold of it, because, I mean, I love Janet, but Janet is extremely private and, like, yeah. and, when, and, 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 yeah, and to me, it's like, she's She's one of a few celebrities I believe when, it, when she says she doesn't like to talk about herself. But she could, she generally, you could t- generally tell she was like uncomfortable talking about certain things, and she like basically what she would do she would, like describe like the outline of the situation. She would, like leave breadcrumbs, and you, and you kind of piece it together like, oh, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like with James, like with the first marriage with James, then with uh, Renee, Renee you had footage because he like said he filmed everything for like ten years, um, so you had footage of them, and, you, and what she was saying about him it kind of tracked what other people were saying about him at the time uh in the documentary and so you got that part of it and then you got it, it takes you through i'd say it, as far as like step by step it takes, you for, it takes you for like from gary through control Resonation, janet album uh Velvet rope album off you up to up to the Super bowl, bowl kind of it really speeds up <laughs> uh fast they don't really go through like any of the albums after that and then they go to like you know hurricane inducted in rock and roll hall of fame and stuff and then that's kind of they ended on that because they don't really say anything about the I mean, she talked about her, her baby a bit, but they don't say anything about the, about the third marriage and everything else. So I think that's still maybe in litigation. Maybe I don't
0: know. Hmm. I might check out the first part. I wish I, um, yeah, it's, it seems interesting. Uh, like you said, she's private. Like that's why I, I don't ever want to see a real Beyonce documentary because she's the same way. And I don't, I kind I, I of find her sometimes boring. Like, like uh, what was that? Life, Life for the of the Dreams. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, okay, this is a snooze face. Uh, homecoming was a little bit better, but I, I, I just don't find her particularly that interesting because she just, it's only so much she going to give you.
1: Yeah, I think Homecoming is, is interesting because probably because it's based in in performance mode. Like, she's getting ready, yeah. she's going to be back in shape, she's getting ready to go on stage. It's like her and her element. Life is But a Dream is like, it was like her attempt at saying like see him like y'all but like you know is it, it, no. it was it was so sort of like it, bits and pieces of our life because she real but she had a miscarriage and, and things like that that were kind of personal like you know there were it was certain moments of it. Uh, to me, I compared that documentary to um, just because of at the age she was and the place on career that she was, so truth to there, which is mm. not died in the community. True to bear is miles better than that documentary, but they are, <laughs> they, but they but they but it's they're similar in the sense that again, they both around the same age when they were made, they both like in their early 30s. Um, both were around the peak of their careers, so about the same. Um, but also, I think in in their own ways, they're both very guarded. It's just Madonna's version of guarded is middle fingers up mm-hmm. to, to hide the vulnerability, and Beyonce's version of it is like it's, it's a smize, is <laughs> that yeah. that's her version of, 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 of guarded. But I think in true there, you do get a better sense of, of Madonna, at least at that time, parts of her personality, you know, like because it's, it's like almost like despite herself, she kind of reveals certain things. uh it's more entertaining. I think the difference is when you've watched uh is or like Katie Paris or like things like that, it's like it's, it's all about it's all about the struggle, like how hard mm-hmm. it is like to maintain all this stuff. Madonna is like, I don't know, you to be something I'm gonna have the ball. Like am famous, <laughs> you no know, but we are gonna dance on the tables, we're gonna we gonna we're going to uh we blow a job to an Evian, Evian bottle, we're gonna, we gonna be lit. That's that's her that's
0: attitude for most of it. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I never seen that, but none of How long is that? Is that just like an hour, two hours? That's about two hours. So, and okay. It's, okay. and, and I it's performances in between certain parts of it. Okay, see, I can mess with that. Just give me a, a two hour, just kind of one being three parts, unnecessary. Ooh, like two hours a piece? Uh, cl- close,
1: okay. close. So was what, like the, your initial impression?
0: Uh, underwhelmed because, <laughs> um, it's talking about him. His come like he had one of his uh longtime friends record him while he was um uh, doing like uh basically college dropout and like early, early stuff. Like, honestly, the friend that recorded him kind of sounded like an opportunist because uh, he uh he, he's from Chicago as well, and uh, he his name is Cootie, and he was like a comedian, just a uh. Uh, entertainment dude and he met Kanye in 98 and he failed him he said somebody he just knew he was gonna be a star mm-hmm. like they all say and um, he just followed Kanye and then Kanye left Kanye moved to New York and that's when he did the beat for Izzo and the dude uh, was that him and Kanye He stopped talking or whatever he, he was watching um, the BET Awards and, and Jay-Z won an award and he you know he saw Kanye in the shadows And he he heard the beat. He remember hearing Izzo before Kanye signed the Rockefeller. So he got on the phone, called Kanye, said he wanted to come film him. So he booked a flight to New York. And that, to me, just sounds like, nigga, you out here trying to get a meal (laughs) ticket. But um, (laughs) anyway, so it it just covered Kanye in the beginning, you know, how nobody took him seriously as a rapper. How people were like, okay, yeah, you're a great producer. You know, you're really dope, but nobody wanted to hear you rap. And it just frames him as like this this underdog who's who's getting denied, and he trying to kick the door in. And I rap about Jesus, and I rap about college. I'm not like them, but I'm I got something to say. It's just it's that typical Kanye stuff that made people like him at first. Like um, you know, I, I just I just want to get these dreams out. And I'm, I'm I'm being held back. And, <laughs> do and, just like yeah. I, <laughs> and just like I tell people, the dude he is now. Isn't that far from the dude he was mm-hmm. then? It just turned up. It's just the volumes cranked up a bit, but it's the same dude. Like they, they told oh, he like that because his mama died." I'm like, no, this nigga's still. <laughs> I think a that had. A, I think
1: it certainly had a different had a impact on the on on him in a way. I think. I think. I think it turned the brighter elements of, of like you know of him like being an underdog and being braggadocious. It, it turned that a bit dark, and it, it became more. It, it became. It's, it enlarged maybe like the. The negative
0: parts of that, the flip sides of that,
1: mm-hmm. you know, of that stuff. Right,
0: yeah. If you if you said that she was like maybe his, um, maybe she held that in check. Actually, mm-hmm. I could, could kind of buy that, but to say that. Oh, he just spiraled when his
1: mom died. I'm like, mm. I mean, he, yeah, he I think it was it Fonte from a uh, uh, little brother said. But they, they, I think they met him. They met him around like '03. was like, you know, same Kanye. Kind of, he, he said same thing you're saying. Same Kanye, kind of, same big ideas. Same same kind of ego. Same kind of all all over the place. But I think, like I said, I think it. I think it. She kind of kind of was his tether, a bit. Mm-hmm. And 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 after that, he kind of you know there was nobody to, read to that, in that position to be like you know. Put him in check for like a bit
0: of. Yeah, money. he got a bunch of yes men. Even then, he had a bunch of yes men. He had a bunch of people just looked at him. Either most of the people around him was using him to get something, or they just saw him as being somebody I should stick 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 with because he going places. Like I, I don't think none of them people genuinely liked him. Like even the dude recording it, he was like, "Oh, I woke up and saw." I heard the beat on TV, so I booked a flight to New York. That don't sound like a real friend to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to <you> get paid. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a big Like, oh, you know how you uh have, a, let's say, you know, deadbeat dads out there and the kid playing basketball and you see him in the newspaper. You're like, hold up, <laughs> let, me, let me call your mama real quick. <laughs> and you're like, hey, you know, I, I love you, son. <laughs> hey, what? But, uh, it's, it's an interesting if you like if you like that era of Kanye if you like the the college dropout and the sped up like you like that era of Kanye then it's like a, a good bit of nostalgia, but for me I really was over it. Um, like if you like all the footage you see, I call it through the wire the movie because all the footage <laughs> he filmed all that footage and like when you watch the the documentary you're like man I remember that I remember that I remember that. And they showed up making Through the Wire. He was like, we just gonna use all the footage you got because he was like, I'm making a documentary. Uh, and he said, just doing a documentary. And he just used the footage from that to make Through the Wire. And it was like, damn, it's like really just Through the Wire, the movie. Like, and they talk about the accident and all that. The, the best moments I like were with Donda, with his mom, <laughs> because she really did believe in him. She, she supported him she talked about how his raps, she she was saying raps, he didn't even remember. And um, stuff like that, intimate stuff, or how he acted in the car accident. He was concerned about how his face looked, because he was like, I'm an entertainer, you know, I, I want you to fix this. And the doctor told him, he's like, I, I can't fix that because there'd be possible nerve damage. And he kind of like freaked out, because he was like, damn. And he didn't even get the surgery done. So it was little moments like that I like, but most of it is just like, uh, Kind of like him sucking his own dick, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay. And, and I also feel like it's ten years too late. Like, if this came out like in twenty ten, I would really love it. But now it's kind of like I'm really over this nigga. Like, <laughs> 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 so it's like, uh, uh. <laughs> I
1: may mean, look like, at it. I don't know. I've been yeah, just, about I, it. just... I would
0: say just watch. You don't even have to watch both parts of it Mm. I I would say maybe watch the second one because that one talks a lot more about the process of dropout like Mm. they kept pushing it back and uh Rockefeller didn't really care they was just like okay we did your album it'll come out when it come out Mm. and he kind of like I won't say bullied them but he kept trying to do stuff to get their attention Mm. so yeah it's it's interesting but there's nothing I would say run you gotta run and watch Mm. yeah okay yeah, yeah. three parts one. is way too long
1: oh, okay. well <laughs> i guess i think it depends on how on who who, who you talking about and how big their life and sort of career legacy is um and i was and big of a fan you are i mean obviously if i wasn't a fan of jenna i probably wouldn't sit through four hours of talking of, of a documentary you know um but and then i think if it's like um almost like i guess and that's, it's not a documentary, but like, by that Wu Chain series, you know, where it's like breaking you know, through up over, over like ten episodes over two seasons, you mm-hmm. know, it's like I know the ending already. I know y'all blew up, but if you do it well enough, which I think they did, de- I think they kind of have. Uh, you know, you, they take you, they kind of fill in the blanks, and you kind of get a sense of like the struggle and how they came, how they came together, and how they almost didn't come together, and things, you know, things that have along the way. You know, I think if you do right. it well enough for a documentary, you can kind of and you be willing to be, you know, revealing. You can kind of engage people in a different way to, to a story they may already know about, you know.
0: Right. I um. I I, I just I don't know. I just don't have time for that stuff no more. I, I feel like I'll, <laughs> I'll watch it, but like the, the last dance. I remember when people watched that in real time, the Michael Jordan movie. I couldn't do it. I am like, man, I'm not watching but, that. Was it like ten I'm parts watching. or something? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I and wasn't I, watching that. <laughs> I didn't watch it until it came on Netflix. That way I can could watch it like when i felt like it and I, I i it took me maybe two months to finish the whole thing i'm just like man i just don't be caring no more but um before we leave
1: i guess I, we'll tell um, i can watch bits i watch bits of that and look Clips like this nigga is so bitter
0: he, you said he's so
1: what <laughs> said, this nigga is so bitter
0: yeah, like, it's like, like, like every, every,
1: every, everything was like everything was like. I feel such so a way about that. So bad yes. bad about that. like like nigga, you won.
0: You have you won. Won. You won. You won. You won. You won. You, won. you won
1: a, on a financial level, on a cultural level, on a business level. Like, like why? No. why? 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 Like why?
0: <laughs> I think though. I think that, and that's the one dark side about sports. Mm. I think people like that have to put that in their head. They have to be slighted to feel. To, complex this, to keep going. Even Kanye like that. Mm -hmm. And it's a a part in the documentary, what Pharrell told him, he said, I like you. And he said, uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said, I like you. And he said, no matter how hot you get, no matter how big people tell you how good you are, how hot you are, just keep that doubt. Still doubt it. And I think a lot of athletes do that because it it, it makes them, I, I guess, go harder. Because it's like, yeah, I keep, I won this, I won that, but, you know, why did I win this award? Or why didn't this person say I was the best of all the time? Mm. So it's like, they, they just need that little inch, that little <laughs> brick to push them. It's kind of psychotic, but I, I get it.
1: I, I get the sense of like, not trying to like, believe your own hype too much, but it like, to right. me, he, he came across somebody who like, sound does and doesn't believe his own hype. Like he came across mm-hmm. as someone who like, just has this air of, like, nose up, nose turned up at everybody, but at the same time, like, like, it didn't come across as, like, him doubting himself. It came across as him, like, you know, I'm the best, and this person did this to me, so I had to show them, I had to show them why I'm the best. I had to put them back in their place. That's how it came out to me. That's much like, self-doubt, as much as, like, you know, how dare you?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very, very tricky with athletes. But, yeah. uh, before we leave, I wanted to touch on, like, a few of the, the sect tape least that happened in February. And uh it was very interesting dialogue behind that. I didn't the Nelly one, I didn't really catch wind of until you told me. Uh well no, I, I heard about it before you told me, but I didn't go, I didn't seek the footage. But uh from what I read it was interesting because it was like some people were disappointed and <laughs> you know the the, the measurements. And Just then you had queens, some people, yeah. yeah, then you had some people who was like, I mean it's just a regular person, you know, it's just, you know, they were more so concerned about the fact that the girl was exposed mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, what did you think about that particular?
1: Um, Yeah. I, I think most people like are, are kind of lying to each other. i like, trying to trying to like talk big and bad, big and bad online about how oh, I'm disappointed with a peanut and peanut. Like, you like, like,
0: you know, you don't want no 10 inch. <laughs> that too. And then it's like, I mean, what did
1: you expect? I guess because it's Nelly, here a rapper. Maybe they just had this idea. That, yeah, like
0: everybody ain't but, gonna be everybody gonna be um, uh genuine or method man. Oh, see, I
1: don't even know all that. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you would, but I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> it, everybody, everybody, everybody ain't gonna be that. <laughs> and and, it, and but from what I witnessed, it, it, was, it was you know above average or average pretty much. It's like the average. You know, one is about five six inches
0: so yeah i just think that uh it was blown out of proportion i mean it's it's who it was yeah
1: it's uh,
0: yeah and then um you know it's just it is what it is man he's still rich and and uh people still compare i mean consider him to be attractive so he'll be fine Mm. uh the body shame before i was like i mean he's still rich and he's still nelly so it is i I mean (laughs) yeah
1: he will i think i think um it was it, i mean it was in the sense of like they were trying to say like it, you know it's it's uh unrealistic, unrealistic expectations they were trying to they were trying to compare porn star uh, looks to the average person <laughs> you know because right. porn looks for stuff to make you go because they want to entertain or like you know they want you to watch mm-hmm. something they want to going to get the guys who got the you know baby arms <laughs> uh right so i think in that sense it was um body shaming because like the average man it's closer to Nelly than, they, than they are to, you
0: know, the right? average porn store. So, um, so then, man, so I, I was kind of mm, about that because I, I was like, Man, one, that ain't my business, and then two, I was like, This is kind of weird. But, the, <laughs> but the Isaiah Charlie, man, that was, I was like, Who would be so ruthless to do this, like, to out this man? Mm you know what I'm saying, um, like this, and then it was kind of like the shock factor, of like not necessarily like what he was doing was wrong, but it's just like well damn, like, you know, just like ooh, Didn't that's know. interesting, <laughs> yeah, yeah because he, he's he's not, he's a southern rapper you know, he got gold teeth, he with TDE, you know, he's very vulnerable in his rap, he talks about suicide, he talks about uh, his depression, he talks about his drug abuse, but He's never just talked about you know being like a uh, bi or whatever you know. Well, he just he just raps about you know women, his conquests with women. So to see him doing that, it's like, hmm, like this, there's another layer to him. But I also felt wrong that that was happening. It's like he he didn't get the chance to even one. It's nobody's business, you know. And then two, it's like he didn't get to come out and say that, hey, I'm bi. You know, he he did, he was robbed of that. And it just was wrong to just release that, you know. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering the implications of his career. Cause you know, he he's a rapper, he raps on TV and hip hop is still very homophobic, you know? And he's, he might, I, I don't, I, I mean somebody, he's the first rapper I've seen get exposed like this, you know, like um, Frank got to come out. Frank is a rapper, but he's like hip hop adjacent. But he got to come out on his own terms. Tyler, we still don't know the story behind it, but it's his narrative, you know. Yeah. He controls it. You know, he says that, hey, I am you know, I like doing stuff like this. And it's like, you, you, I mean, it's hard. To, some people think it's just him being, like, sh- trying to shock back to and Some people say it's genuine, but he controls that narrative. But for Isaiah, he didn't get to control that narrative. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm not as aware of him uh, as far as him, him and his music and things like that. Um, but I do, as far as I know, you know, he hasn't been out here. You know, the, being the baby in terms of his you know, attitudes. Um, but I think, yeah, I do think, yeah, um, it is unfortunate that he was outed in that way um, and that he was exposed in that way because it, you know, it may not have been necessarily something he was ready to talk about. Um, has he said anything? Has he said anything publicly or has he said anything? No
0: one has said TDE hasn't said nothing. Kendrick hasn't said nothing. Schoolboy, no, nobody has said nothing. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad he's still alive because he, like I said, he's a rapper who talks about his depression and uh, his suicide attempts. And he's uh before he dropped his last album, he talked about how he was just broken down and out, and he uh punched uh, top dog one the, of the, the guys that over td mm. they checked him in the rehab mm. so he got to finish the album once he got out and, and you know when you've been through all that then to have somebody like release this footage of you you know mm. in in this uh homophobic like landscape mm. it's kind of like man what is how how is he going to react mm. So
1: yeah i mean i would hope, hopefully ask people around that are supporting him and uh and are, you know, helping them sort of figure out how he wants to move forward with it or, you know, how he wants to, cause somebody, I mean, they're, they're, inevitably somebody's going to ask somebody about it in an in interview or something like that or, you know, uh, so but they, you know, helping him kind of feel comfortable with himself, number one, um, if he isn't, and also just helping him to uh, figure out how he wants to address it publicly whenever it, it comes up because he probably will at some point so oh yeah
0: like of course people gonna be like oh you're gonna talk about it in the music or you're gonna do this i i hope people don't start trying to think he's gonna be some type of champion for lgbtqia rights because uh i mean this is a nigga from tennessee who you know who've been rapping like he's been rapping so i don't know if, if you i don't think you should expect that from him uh but at the same time who knows you know maybe he might be like you know this is my truth but
1: i mean it's it's different because i think we st- i think if we at that stage it's, it's, as far as like lgbt artists where it's like every artist has to kind of speak on things that they may not have the range for uh um, mm-hmm.
0: like big freedom
1: yeah yeah like a freedom or, or like a bobby lights or or um uh flame monroe you know uh where they, they were to the sound to be that they sounded the primarily to be entertainers or artists and they really the really wanted so it be like talking about you know intersectionality intersexual, and you know and all that stuff and you know uh, so
0: I, you he's know. been getting a ton of support though from like you know some industry people and like his fans mm, that's so that's good to see so he's not being railroaded or ran out yet you know I, I don't know how TV gonna react you know because I, I don't know well, well I will you.
1: say in terms of these public statements, Kendrick has at, at, the very least, at, at the very least like a live and let live, so they actually you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: public statements that just right. made everybody else I don't know, so
0: Right, so yeah, I just hope he survives this, and I will be, I mean he might be introduced to a whole new fan base now, like a lot of people never knew who he was so now they like, you know, they know who he is, so maybe that get him more support you know so, yeah, okay, but it's yeah. interesting I, I hope hip-hop is able to grow up and look at this and be like you know i'm not saying it's gonna cure homophobia in the culture at all but it'll be interesting to see how he's able to, to yeah, go forward I, his career with this
1: i think he i think it would be interesting with him and also at uh, tower to an extent but uh but also i guess with isaiah because they aren't necessarily in the mode of uh Frida, or a little Nas X, or or a Salsa Santana, or someone yes. someone who's like overtly uh, right queer, gay for lack like of a better word. Someone who just kind of is like a little kind of person who ha- who is gay or, or bi, and I guess in Isaiah's right. case, and how, and that's different. Uh,
0: and with Tyler, image. is different too because Tyler was always considered the weird guy, you know. Yeah. The mm-hmm. so him being queer. Didn't shock anybody because people were already calling him weird just because he's he's a you know he was just a, a quote unquote weird guy, but you know Isaiah was this go tooth you know uh, dude you know who 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 raps about heavy southern influences like you know Webby and uh, Master P you know uh, Juicy J stuff like that so it's like uh, seeing him you know be by it's like is that gonna like Push other people to be more comfortable or accepting of you know Mm. having friends that are by who look you know like Isaiah Rashad. Mm. Yeah, so gonna be interesting. Interesting to see. I also think he was. um, (laughs) This is. (laughs) I think he was trade too, and and from what I saw, because he was talking about uh, in the video. I I I only watched it because somebody sent it to me, and it was like. they were saying, oh, your boy out the closet. And I was like, what? And I was, and I was like, what do you mean? And they like they sent me the link, and I was like, man, that's not him. And then I watched it, and I was like, well, it is him. And I was like, well, you know, but uh, he was talking in the video about how somebody paid him to come through, and then he was taking poppers. Yes. Okay. That doesn't change the fact that he is bad, because he was He's doing a lot of stuff, and I'm like, hey, he won't get paid that much.
1: Oh well, you never know. You who's who paying. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, not not to make light, but just but I, if you, I haven't watched actually watched the video, but uh, if that's the case, then I, I mean, that's another conversation, too, like for people being gay for pay and you know, uh, sex work and things like
0: that. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a whole other layer. And I think whenever he comes to talk about it, he'll talk about it more in depth. Mm. But uh, but yeah, like I said, it, it shows him doing a lot of things that. Because my homeboy was like, oh, if this show him just getting hit, it would have been different. But, <laughs> you know, last thing we were talking about? Uh, talking
1: about? uh, I think, Isaiah Rashad.
0: Oh, yeah, just wrapping it up on that point. Just uh, talking about homophobia and hip-hop and let's, let's see how we can move forward from this and nobody's uh, career is derailed or, you know, he doesn't have to worry about not getting through. I mean, it might be some people that won't work, on, work with him anymore because I don't know, but I think going forward i hope he's just able to have a, a decent life yeah yeah so so yeah i mean at this point we should be able to have bi and gay rappers who are you know out mm. It have to be uh some secret or something now
1: yeah i would, you know, we hope so i think uh it more time i think it won't it'll be less of a thing and in more types of rappers or rappers various images who, are, who also happen to be gay, but I think they'll be more to it, you know. You have, you know, someone like an Isaiah and someone like
0: a little Nas or like a Tyler, mm-hmm. you know. Right, yeah, different brackets. Yeah, different looks. All, all you know, being uh, different facets of you know, personhood, you know. Mm. So, we'll see. One day. Maybe with time, who knows? This is, this what, 40 years old now? And it's... Mm, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like it's regressing. So. <laughs> but anything else you would like to touch on before um, we wrap up? Uh, yeah. I'm
1: trying to think. I mean, we were supposed to be, was supposed to have been a documentary episode, so I wasn't trying to make up um, any fictional stuff <laughs> in the yeah. current. Uh, like
0: Documentaries just, in, though. Yeah, they are. In. Yeah. I just, I just want y'all to make them shorter. <laughs> Give me one part. <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> You got the Lucy and Desi one coming soon. So,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I saw a trailer for that one. Mm. So yeah, that one's coming out. And, uh, who knows what else in the pipeline? I still haven't seen Summer Soul. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. So I checked that out too. Yes, yeah, good one. So, yeah, I ain't got much left to say neither. So that is our episode. Thank y'all. If y'all listen to the whole thing, thank y'all. If y'all listen to the first half thank you we listen to just five minutes thank you you know we do this because we want to we ain't got no sponsors we ain't getting paid we're just doing it because we just like talking about stuff like this so with that being said keep your eyes open keep your eyebrows raised and we'll check out check us out in the next episode of the side eye yeah, I'm hey out Clark. I'm Bobby Robert whatever <laughs> all right